I did get information um, from Representative Haswood as well as one of our other new commissioners that they will be just a couple minutes late. If we could delay starting just another couple minutes to like 6.05 to allow them to log on. I think they were in caucus right now. Um, I would love to do that. Okay, thank you. We can get all the preliminary stuff out of the way. Um, do you want to do the virtual introduction rules and regulations? Yes, uh, Ferris Mohammed, uh, Director of Equity and Inclusion. I'll go ahead and get us started with some of the preliminary uh, virtual instructions here. So I'll read this statement as far as the rules for these uh, virtual meeting here. So thank you, I'm uh, Ferris Mohammed. Good evening. Uh, I'll be facilitating the Zoom meeting. Here are a few housekeeping items for this virtual meeting. This meeting is being broadcast and recorded on the City of Lawrence YouTube channel. The public chat function is disabled. All chats will go directly to me. When you are not participating in the meeting, please mute your microphone. When you are participating in the meeting, please keep your video on. When you are not participating in the meeting, please turn your video off. You'll still be able to hear the meeting. You can turn your video back on when you are participating. Turning your video off when you are not participating allows the active meeting participants to be seen on the screen. If you have any trouble, please send me a chat. The city reserves the right to mute microphones and or turn off people's video to minimize distractions. Please remember to state your name every time you speak for the benefit of those listening remotely. And now I'll turn the meeting over to Chairperson Barnett. Thank you, Dr. Mohammed. Um, I do have a quick question for you. How many um, commissioners do we have now? I think now, Ferris Mohammed, Director of Equity and Inclusion, we have a, a full house now. There should be nine commissioners total. Commissioner Barnett, thank you so much. Um, I just wanted to be sure for um, quorum and voting and all the Fun Roberts rules stuff. Okay, um, so let's get the meeting started at 6.08 p.m. Uh, I have enough, I think now, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, all right, we have enough to take some action this evening. Um, okay, so what I have is um, our agenda. Um, so the first agenda item is to approve our December 13th, 2021 minutes. Um, it has everyone had a chance to look over those and are there any questions? I will reserve about one minute for everyone to review or uh, ask any questions they may have about the minutes. Okay, does anyone have any questions? 
If there are no questions, do I have a motion to approve the minutes of um, November 22nd, or sorry, 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 December 13th, 2021? This is Commissioner Emerson. I move that we go ahead and approve the minutes from November 22nd, 2021. This is Commissioner Stevens. I second that. This is Commissioner Barnett. Commissioner Emerson moved to approve the minutes. Commissioner Stevens second. I'll take a roll call vote. Uh, Commissioner Seidem. Vote to approve. Commissioner Gipp. Is that how I pronounce your name? I'm sorry, we haven't done introductions yet. Yes, it is. Um, vote to approve. You know, I was just thinking, would the new commissioners even vote to approve Dr. Muhammad? Do I need to have them abstain since they weren't present during that meeting? Chris Muhammad, Director of Equity and Inclusion. Um, I think considering that the uh, meetings are uh, broadcasted virtually and they're recorded, and they do have the copy of the meeting minutes and have had the opportunity to view them, I believe it should be okay for them to be able to vote to approve the meeting minutes. Okay. Uh, this is Commissioner Barnett. Thank you for the clarification. Commissioner DeCog. Uh, this is Commissioner DeCog. Uh, vote to approve. Uh, Commissioner Emerson. Yes. Commissioner Stevens. Aye. Commissioner Haswood. Oh, okay. Hi. I, oh, yes, you're there. Okay. Hi. Okay. And, uh, oh, did I just, oh, uh, Commissioner Lee, is that how you pronounce your last name? Yes, that is. Aye. Okay. Thank you. Motion carries. Minutes are approved. Uh, next item on our agenda. Whoops. Sorry, I opened a different program on our agenda, is to receive the case report from January and March. Um, and that is done by uh, Elizabeth Hofoka. Beth, are you there? Yes, I'm here. This is Elizabeth Hofoka, supervising city prosecutor for the city. Um, we decided, I think, at one point that I wouldn't read the case update because everyone has had an opportunity to view that ahead of time, but I would be available for questions. So if anyone has questions, please ask. Beth, could you give just a brief overview about what your report contains and what you do for our new commissioners, just briefly, since we have so many new commissioners? Yes. Uh, once again, this is uh, my name is Elizabeth Hafoka. I'm the supervising city prosecutor, and um, I also am in charge of the investigations for uh, discrimination complaints that are filed with the city uh, human relations commission. And the case report is an overview of every single contact that we have had that did not result in a uh, discrimination complaint being filed and investigated with the city. So um, I just, uh, when I'm not handling my prosecution duties, then I am able to answer the phone or uh, handle inquiries. When I am in court and not able to answer, then I have uh, three legal assistants that assist me in answering the phone. And we all keep a log of the contacts that we have just so we can give that information to the commission um, so everyone is aware of what is happening. 
This is Commissioner Barnett. Thank you so much, Beth. Um, are there any questions, preliminary questions for Beth about that process from our new commissioners? Okay, seeing none, um, we will uh, accept those case reports. Do we need a motion for that, Dr. Muhammad? It's been like uh, three months. I don't know how to do this anymore. Ferris Muhammad, Director of Equity and Inclusion. Yes, I think that has been the uh, practice to uh, take a vote to approve the receiving of those case reports. Thank you. This is Commissioner Barnett. Uh, can I get a motion to receive both the January and March case reports? Um, is, so long as everyone has had a chance to review and there are no questions. Um, is there a motion? Anyone? Are there questions? Uh, this is Commissioner Emerson. I move that we approve the case reports uh, for the uh, months uh, that you had just notated, uh, Chairperson Burnett, um, and with no amendments. Thank you. Can I get this a second on that motion? I would second. Oh, sorry to me to cut you off there, Chairperson. You're fine. Uh, this is Commissioner Barnett. I accept uh, Commissioner Seiden second. Uh, roll call vote, um, Commissioner Seiden. Uh, I'd vote to approve. Commissioner Gipp. Approve. Commissioner Decog. Approve. Commissioner Stevens. Aye. Approve. Commissioner Emerson. Yes. Commissioner Lee. Aye. And Commissioner Haswood. Aye. Motion carries. Both of those case reports are accepted with no amendments. Um, and we are moving right along. I probably should have bumped this up to the beginning. Um, my apologies. Uh, let's talk to our new commissioners that we have here. Um, we have several. Uh, I'll just st start at the top of my screen. Commissioner Seiden, could you give us an introduction and um, tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure, thank you. Um, my name is Josh Seiden. I, uh, I see uh, several uh, familiar faces uh, here uh, in this group. Um, I, uh, I live and work in Lawrence. I, uh, I, I'm a deputy district attorney at the Douglas County District Attorney's Office. Uh, before that, for about 10 years, uh, I, I practiced in uh, indigent defense and uh, also worked in as an attorney in child abuse and neglect manners, matters. And um, I uh, just uh, appreciate the opportunity to work with uh, the folks here and uh, I look forward to being, being a part of this commission. Thank you, Commissioner Gipp. Um, good evening, my name is Frida Gipp and I've lived here in Lawrence, Kansas for probably about 30 years. Um, I've worked uh, for Douglas County for a brief period of time uh, before moving on to Haskell which is where I currently work. Um, I currently work in university services, but I'm hoping to move over to faculty, the faculty academic side in um, the fall. Um, I've uh, had uh, a few of my colleagues at Haskell serve on the Human Relations Commission. Um, it's something that on the university services side, we try to make sure we keep abreast of things that will be helpful to students. And so I'm looking forward to this work, not representing Haskell, but um, being part of the commission and serving the city as a whole. 
Thank you. Uh, Commissioner Lee. Thank you very much. Hi, my name is Joseph Lee. Uh, I currently uh, am the uh, chief of staff in my full-time job to the House Minority Leader here in the Kansas Legislature. I also get to serve at the pleasure of the House Democratic Caucus here. Among those, of course, is the esteemed representative from House District 10, Christina Haswood here. Um, I look forward to working with this group here. I have lived in Lawrence since uh, moving here for university since 2015. And uh, ever since I had finished my undergrad here, I decided that this was going to be my new home. And I have been here ever since. Looking forward to working with everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Um, maybe it would be prudent for us to do uh, quick introductions uh, as well for the commissioners who are have been on for a little while. Uh, Commissioner DeCog, do you want to get us started? Um, yes, my name is Gloria DeCog. Um, I'm the director of the Gangwich Library at Ottawa University in Ottawa, Kansas, but I've lived in Lawrence for 30 years. Thank you. Commissioner Stevens. Hi, my name is Dr. Caleb Stevens. I'm a mental health therapist here in Lawrence, Kansas. I've lived here for my whole life. Thanks. Commissioner Emerson. Hi, yes, my name is uh, Kay Emerson. Uh, I have been here in Lawrence since 2004. I sit on a variety of different things and kind of uh, a community um, activist um, seem to be growing into. Um, so yeah, I'll just kind of start there, uh, stop there because I hold a lot of different spots here in our in our community, so. And finally, Commissioner Haswood. Thank you. Um, hi, my name is uh, Christina Haswood. Um, sorry, I'm on the road back. I had to get out of that building. I'm sorry, Joseph, you weren't able to <laughs> quite yet. Um, but I also was born and raised in Lawrence, Kansas. Um, so I've been here for about 27 years. Um, and uh, in my other capacity, I work as a state house representative in the Kansas House. Um, representing House District 10, and I'm so excited for our new members. Um, I worked with Dr. Frida Gip too, um, and we work uh, together on a lot of Indigenous community issues. So um, I'm so glad to be working with everyone. Thank you. Thank you. So many fantastic people and titles. Um, I am Commissioner Barnett. I, uh, Katie Barnett, I'm an attorney here in Lawrence. I've been on the commission since 2015, actually. Um, and so um, I just really enjoy the public service work that we provide. And I hope that I can give a little institutional knowledge to pass on um, as we progress and uh, really refocus this commission and become active and talk about the changes that we can make for our community. We've been a little, um, stagnant, not just as a result of COVID, but, um, you know, we've put on a few continuing legal education seminars over the last several years, um, but that's kind of it. We've done a couple special of events, but we'd really like to get into, I think, from what I've heard from my fellow commissioners, into really making positive change and policy change for our community. So um, that's kind of what we're going to embark on while I'm chair at least, um, and see if we can make some real uh, changes. So I look forward to working with all of you. Um, and with that, I'm going to move on to um, our meeting 
discussion. So what we did during COVID, I mean, actually it wasn't from COVID, but uh, as we kind of talked about, uh, God, was in 2019 um, when George Floyd was murdered, uh, we decided that we needed to meet. We needed to take real action in our community and kind of decide what are we going to do as the Human Relations Commission of Lawrence, Kansas, to advance um, our mission, which is pretty broad. Um, the Human Relations Commission mission is broad. Um, and so we were given an order by then Mayor Jennifer Ananda to refocus. And so under the leadership of uh, former commissioner and Human Relations Commissioner and current city commissioner Amber Sellers, we developed subcommittees and we met monthly and those subcommittees got to work on figuring out a strategic plan for this commission. Um, that strategic plan I can share with you or, or uh, Dr. Mohammed, uh, we can talk about that in a second, but I just wanna say we were meeting monthly uh, for a good year and a half, I think. Um, and I think now, we, now that we've developed this strategic plan, we have our committees, and we have refocused, then it's time to put in some work and action. And so we're gonna meet this commission. We voted last time to meet um, quarterly instead of monthly. There are subcommittees that will meet monthly um, and we'll talk about assigning those subcommittees and everyone's interest in joining new subcommittees. Um, but the first thing I wanted to knock out was what days of the week uh, work best for everyone because I do have a list from Dr. Muhammad of the available days that the uh, city commission room is available for meetings. Um, and so what I know that there is an email floating around to reschedule this meeting, but as a, a standing meeting date quarterly, it's only four times a year, it's not, not monthly. Um, I know, Commissioner Emerson, you had said Mondays do not work for you. Um, are there any Tuesday through Thursday, are Tuesday through Thursdays not available to any other commissioner? Or is Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday out of those is a certain day better? And I think what I'll do is just um, go around and ask everyone um, Commissioner, sorry, Commissioner Gip, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, do one of those days work best for you? Um, this is Commissioner Gip. I um, co-sponsor our student government at Haskell and Tuesdays are when we meet, but that would only be through the end of May. Um, and they're likely to change it again. So I, I think I can make myself available Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday. Commissioner Stevens. This is Commissioner Stevens. I have the same answer, except I don't do what, what they do. So I can be available any of those days. Commissioner Emerson. Uh, yes, uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday um, would be doable. Commissioner Seiden. This is Commissioner Seiden. Any, any of those days will work just fine for me. Commissioner Lee. This is Commissioner Lee. I would have a preference for Thursday, but I can make any of those other days work. Commissioner DeCog. 
Tuesdays are very bad for me um, at this point. Um, at the moment, Wednesdays and Thursdays are the best option for me. I think that we can't even do Tuesdays anyway. I don't know why I'm throwing that out because of the commission meetings. <laughs> Right, so I don't know what I was thinking. Um, and then finally, Commissioner Haswood. Commissioner Haswood, uh, yeah, Tuesday, Wednesday, say uh, those should be working for me. Okay, uh, Dr. Muhammad, I just do have a request out of those dates that you sent me. Would your team then be able to set up our four meetings of the year with that information, Thursdays being preferable? And we used, sorry, I didn't wait for your answer. Oh, so Ferris Muhammad, Director of Equity and Inclusion. So I think depending on which months we lock down that you all agree upon to meet as far as those quarterly meetings go, I can check with the rest of the team and see um, is there a specific Thursday or Wednesday that may work during those months. I know some of the other advisory boards have sort of scheduled meetings similar to that of the, human, uh, the city commission to where it's the second, every second Tuesday every month, every second or third Wednesday of a month, et cetera. So I can look and see if there are some consistent Thursdays that are available. Um, when I did speak with uh, Bobby related to some of the dates, we did discuss uh, what kind of flexibility that the Human Relations Commission may have as it relates to um, lacking consistency on specific dates. So I know previously it was always sort of the second Monday of the month, but if you all said we're gonna meet four times a year or, or whatever that looks like, can there be specific dates that may not be as consistent as you all previously had. So uh, kind of dependent on what kind of rigorous schedule that the collective of the Human Relations Commissions may have and what kind of flexibility you all may have. Uh, whatever you all suggest, I can definitely take it back and see what's feasible. This is Commissioner Barnett. Thank you, Dr. Muhammad. Um, is there anyone, please speak now if any commissioners um, have any preference or absolutely cannot do a certain day of each month on a Wednesday or Thursday. Um, this, this is Commissioner Emerson. I'm sorry, Commissioner Dicock. Um, but one of the uh, one of the things I just kind of wanted to make note um, uh, on one of the other um, com uh, city boards. One of the things they they do um, again, they're more as needed. They uh, send out um, kind of that due to pull to lock down a date um, in that month that would work based off of the schedule. So I just wanted to also kind of throw that out there just because again, meeting four times a year, um, life happens in between those months. So uh, that might be something to consider. But as it relates to your question, I don't have a conflict and I would prefer Thursday like, uh, rep, uh, sorry, Commissioner Lee. Um, this is Commissioner DeCog. I'm just realizing that Wednesdays are not good for me either because I have, if it's a second Wednesday. So any other Wednesday except for second Wednesdays because second Wednesdays would be another commission, not commission, another board meeting. Um, for me. So um, just wanted to uh, say about second uh, Wednesdays. Other than that, I should be okay. Thank you, commissioners. Are there any other restrictions any commissioners have? Um, this is Commissioner Barnett. Uh, my preference would be since we're setting them so far out um, and it seems 
it's just so hard to once everyone gets their schedules locked in like it's so hard to fit what everyone's schedule is um if we they don't have a set date that's just my experience with this commission um if we meet four times a year and we have our august meeting set then that gives everyone plenty of time to not schedule anything around that day um that would just be my preference especially if um dr muhammad is able to take that list of huge list of dates of availability and say yeah we can find some consistency here on a wednesday or thursday that's not the second wednesday of the month um i think that sounds good um and this is commissioner uh emerson uh commissioner uh chairperson uh barnett uh i didn't necessarily have a preference uh it was just an option that i wanted to throw out for consideration okay thanks uh this is commissioner barnett dr muhammad do you have enough information you think to set some dates uh ferris muhammad director of equity and inclusion i think based on what i'm hearing what i can do is kind of look at some thursdays throughout the month and see try to put together a list of some dates and maybe run it by you first and see what's uh feasible um some additional considerations i know we had a meeting the other day with the communication team that kind of runs the city commission room and as the city is going into more of a hybrid format to where some of the advisory boards will start to come in, in person and some will start to stay virtual that may cause some additional logistics a logistical complication as relates to people leaving out, people coming in and causing delays for certain times as far as what next advisory board may be getting ready to start. So that's something also I think that uh, this board can be uh, in, in, in uh, figure out as far as if individuals have plans on coming back in person to have meetings, it's perfectly fine to stay virtual if that um, is helpful to you all. But I think if you all have are entertaining the idea of coming back in person, then of course you need to build in that sort of travel time so that can also complicate some scheduling as far as people running late based on traffic jams or daycare or dinner, et cetera. Um, but as far as the dates go, yes, I can uh, look at those and try to drill those down and try to send some by your way and see uh, what you think may be uh, some good options. Um, yeah, so we'll do that. This is Commissioner Barnett. Thank you so much, Dr. Mohammed. My, I guess, uh, given that um i would i just can only speak from my experience on this commission um i felt like uh we moved faster and more efficiently when we were in person um i don't know what a hybrid format would look like um i assume it would be us meeting in person with others joining on a zoom like we are now um with enough uh audio in the room for everyone to be heard um does that need to be done in chamber in the commission room or um does it we used to meet over at the um watkins museum i think what was it commissioner stevens where do we used to meet in the watkins wasn't it the watkins oh it's commissioner stevens wasn't it the watkins uh was it ninth and uh <laughs> answer, it no. <laughs> vermont it was like at ninth and vermont yeah. it was a museum but it, i don't think it was the watkins museum i don't remember what it's called at any rate um can we meet at those places also if there's a conflict with the commission room 
Ferris uh, Muhammad, Director of Equity and Inclusion. It's my understanding that this uh, location here is preference based on the city needing to uh, publicly broadcast, and this room here has the capability to publicly broadcast meetings for transparency purposes and Open Meetings Act, Open Records Act, all those types of things. Um, and an additional thing that I was going to make mention of is that um, I know this commission is looking forward to meeting quarterly, but I think in the event that there's a need for an additional meeting that, you know, you all still reserve the right to call a special meeting if you need to in between those meeting times. And of course, I know that the various uh, subcommittee groups will be meeting in between those times as well uh, individually, but if there's a need for a special meeting that's available as well to call. This is Commissioner, Commissioner Barnett. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. This is the Carnegie building. Thank you, Commissioner Stevens. Um, okay. So uh, does anyone have a strong opinion on our next meeting? Um, should we be able to meet in person? Um, how do people feel about that? And I don't have an organized way to get your opinion. I would say perhaps um, could you chime in with any objection to meeting in person um, and also, it, you know, understanding that it would be hybrid, you could also meet, you could also join via Zoom. Uh, this is Commissioner Emerson. As long as we have the option to meet virtually, I wouldn't have a conflict with, you know, um, this uh, group meeting in person. I, uh, as one of nine, I would likely still meet virtually. Uh, Any other strong objections or any objection at all for us to try and meet in person in a hybrid format for our next meeting? Okay, Dr. Mohammed, could you just keep that in mind um, as you're scheduling? Yes, Ferris Mohammed, Director of Equity and Inclusion. Yes, I'll keep that in mind, Chairperson. Okay, this is Commissioner Barnett. Thank you so much. Um, moving on. Uh, to the um, goal setting discussion. So, can I share my screen, Dr. Mohammed? I believe so, Ferris Mohammed, Director of Equity and Inclusion. Is it preventing you at all or? It says host disabled participant screen sharing. All I'm trying to do is I would really love to share the Human Relations Commission strategic plan with the rest of the commission and walk through the subcommittees. Okay, um, Kalina, if you're still online, are you able to allow for Chairperson Barnett to share her screen? Kalina Coleman speaking. Um, Ch uh, Chairman Barnett, can you try again? This is Commissioner Barnett, thank you so oh, much. Commissioner I got Barnett. it. All right. No, that's fine. <laughs> I don't know about these titles. Um, okay see here. Um, okay. Okay. Can everyone see my screen? Okay. Thank you so much. Okay. Um, I'm sorry, Ferris Mohammed, Chairperson uh, Barnett, are you able to zoom in some just so we can make sure everybody on the viewing audience are able to see it? From my view, it looks like it's kind of small, the font. There we go. Is that better? Yes, thanks. Okay. Um, so, 
We voted to divide up our subcommittees. Um, historically, the Human Relations Commission had multiple subcommittees. Anytime a new topic would come up or um, event planning would happen, we would form a, a committee that would work on that, that event or would work on that issue. Um, after the city put out its strategic plan, we really wanted to mirror what the city was doing um, with its strategic plan and how, how the Human Relations Commission works in conjunction with that. As such, we formed uh, three, I believe, different committees. The and then, and then what we did is write a few uh, recommendations for the work that that committee would do and then um, how it relates to the strategic plan and, and the planned outcomes that the Human Relations Commission uh, would have, that each committee would have for the Human Relations Commission. The first committee is the Chapter 10 Assessment. Um, that is a committee that I am on with Commissioner Emerson and um, that is chapter 10 is the chapter of the city code that gives us our authority and uh, mission and vision. Uh, talks about what our duties are, uh, the policy and operations of the Human Relations Commission. And then as you can see here, strategic plan and outcome, this is how it relates. And um, Dr. Mohammed can or um, will at some point send this around for everyone to review. I think it's really important for us to look over it um, with our new commissioners. Um, and th these are just a few recommendations uh, that the entire commission had for this chapter 10 group. Um, and uh, what we intend to do is, uh, I don't remember the last time chapter 10 was updated, but it was a while ago. And so we'd like to go through and revise the entirety of chapter 10. As you can see, there are a few ideas here um, on how to make chapter 10 uh, more inclusive and um, more up to date with what's going on with the city. Uh, program development. Uh, do we have anyone on this call who's on the program development committee? No, I think that uh, was that was that Commissioner Haswood that was on the program development. Um, yes, uh, and. Uh, uh, Commissioner Decock. Okay, perfect. Um, do you, well, have you, I don't even know, have you guys met or do, could someone give a brief overview of um, what you're doing, what you've been up to, or do you just want me to? Um, you can go ahead, I think. Okay. Um, program development is really the committee that handles a lot of the um, outreach and programs that we put on. Like I said, we've done a few continuing ed education seminars. The first one we did was um, we realized that we received a lot of complaints of landlords um, discriminating against uh, tenants who have animals and emotional support animals. And so we thought it would be helpful to um, put on a program that and where we invited property owners and landlords out and really talked about, um, I think at one point it was 100% of the landlord housing discrimination complaints we had open pending and had 
resolved were because we're involving service animals or emotional support animals. So we put on a program about that. We've put on a program about um, sanctuary cities and what happens when ICE comes knocking at your door. Um, we had a wonderful immigration attorney um, come in and talk about that. And so that's kind of what the program committee is working on. But as you can see here, having a, a civic engagement day, um, revising our pamphlet and working with community partners to put on workshops. Um, I don't know if you guys have any other, anything else you wanna to add to the program development? Okay, um, so then the, the other, the final, committee is cross-cutting work. And really what we found was that we, we have such a broad mission that we often have crossover of duties um, between other commissions, um, state, uh, federal, and also municipal departments. And so really, how are we, how do we work in the local government system? Um, and so this is the, the cross-cutting work really is for kind of our liaising between all of the other missions and ensuring that, that what we're doing is impactful and we're enhancing what's going on, but that we're not duplicative of the work that other municipal departments are doing, um, that we're staying in touch with our counterpart commissions um, and really reaching out and staying connected to them. Um, so that's a few of the things going on. Um, sorry, uh, Commissioner Stevens, are you on the cross-cutting work? I believe uh, this is Commissioner Stevens, I believe so. Um, okay. That um, was you, the one with Commissioner Sheldon Sherman. Is are they still a part of the commission? Yes, I believe that Commissioner Sheldon Sherman will be joining us next month okay. or next meeting. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, so these are the. I'll stop sharing here. Um, so those are our committees. Um, as you can see, we just have like one or two people on each committee. So now that we are a fully staffed or fully staffed Human Relations Commission, um, we would really enjoy getting all of our new commissioners on a committee. So um, Dr. Mohammed, could you tell us what we have for um, openings on which committee? Or could we, or we talked about that before. I'm so sorry. So so let's get an accounting of, we have the chapter 10 and it's myself and Commissioner Emerson. Programs, Commissioner Haswood and Commissioner Decog. And then cross-cutting is just Commissioner Stevens and Sheldon Sherman, okay. So my ask for our new commissioners is, it looks like we can put one commissioner on each committee. 
And so my ask would just be if you could, once you receive a copy of this strategic plan, which will be emailed to you, could you please email back to Dr. Muhammad and uh, put your top three choices in order of preference to him? And then we will get these committees taken care of. Um, and then, like I said, these committees meet monthly, um, even if it's just for a phone call. Um, Commissioner Emerson and I have just caught up over the phone the last couple of months um, and, and by email. And that's it doesn't have to be a formal sit-down meeting. It really just needs to be catching up on whatever you all are working on. Um, but I think between now and our next meeting, which would be next quarter or would be in the next two months, um, I would just really love for us to get those committees and then for each committee to have an, an email exchange, perhaps a Zoom, perhaps an in-person meeting or a phone call, and um, just get each one of those committees has uh, someone who has been on the commission at least for a couple months and has been a part of the the. Um, those that committee and perhaps that person that commissioner could lead the committee and um, those committees could be re-energized and we can talk about what's been going on. Um, are there any questions before we move on to the next agenda item? This is Commissioner Emerson, uh, Chairperson Barnett. I really appreciate you putting um, uh, this in a very, um, it's easy to read format. Um, so I, I was like, oh, that's awesome. I love this. This is great. So I just wanted to uh, give you some um, kudos on that. So thank you, Chairperson Burnett. Well, I just, you are very welcome, but I did not do any of that. Um, that is thanks to Commissioner Sellers. Um, she color coded that and imported that in and really organized all of our, our committee's thoughts once we got them to her. And so um, I love this sheet. It, I love how it relates back to the city's strategic plan and it really helps keep us keep keep each committee narrow focus and and be able to see visually what the outcome should be of whatever it is that they're working on. Um, so yeah, that would be Commissioner Sellers. We'll give kudos to her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so then it looks to be the final. Um, I, I don't. I don't really have any goal setting discussion because I think that we need to get with each of our committees. Um, unless anyone is opposed, we just need to get with our committees, meet with them, and we need to come back to the next meeting and say we met. This is kind of what we're thinking for 2023. Um, if unless there are any objections. Okay, uh, the final thing is an agenda item that I requested be put on the agenda just for consideration. Um, I've spoken to a couple of you guys about um, perhaps changing our name. Um, the Human Relations Commission, we have traditionally had a lot of, not a, a tremendous amount of trouble, but no one really knows what we do. Um, the title, in my opinion, is confusing. Uh, unless you're kind of into policy or into local government. Um, and so I would really like to change our name to be more consistent with our mission. Um, what I've seen in other cities, and, and I, I this became more and more clear to me as I was researching another topic for our Chapter 10 revision, 
as I was looking at other cities and talking to other cities that have commissions that are similar to our Human Relations Commission, those commissions are called human rights commissions or civil rights commissions. And um, I just think that those titles are more appropriate for the work that we're doing. And I think that it it is a very simple change that helps us connect with the community and can help us with outreach um, and perhaps getting more people feeling comfortable with our role in um, advocating for them if they have something that falls under the violation of Chapter 10. Um, I just would like to hear, I have I have some research, um, I'll just tell you so I can turn over the floor to you all for discussion, but what I'm noticing is human rights commissions are traditionally on a municipal level. There are much more uh, civil rights commission is a title that I saw much more on a state level. Um, Ohio, Iowa, Indiana, Michigan, Colorado, Hawaii, New Mexico, among many, many others. They have state um, civil rights commissions and um, and then there are a few cities that have civil rights commissions, um, LA, Cedar Rapids, Iowa, Urbandale, Iowa, Council Bluffs, Iowa, Akron, Ohio, um, and then Human Rights Commission is, uh, that's our, our state of Kansas has a Human Rights Commission, that's what it's called. I don't know if that would serve to be confusing. Um, if we have a local Human Rights Commission in a state level, I don't know if that would confuse the public. I think that's all discussion we can have. Um, but the state of Illinois, Washington, and Kansas uh, have human rights commissions that do like what we do on a state level. Kansas City, Missouri, San Francisco, California, Ann Arbor, Michigan, East Lansing, Michigan, Belmont, Massachusetts, Dutchess County, New York, all have human rights commissions. So um, there may be other titles out there. Um, if you all have run across some that you like better, um, I'm happy to um, write that down and do some research, but I really would like to connect more with our community. And I think that it sounds very um, elementary, but I think changing the name of our commission could really do wonders. Um, so I'll turn it over to everyone for discussion. Uh, this is uh, uh, Commissioner Emerson. Uh, when I saw this agenda item on the, well, I saw this item on the agenda, I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Cause when I just spend time and I look at our case reports, um, just since I've been on, uh, since I've been on the commission for what, we going on a year now? What? Um, and it's it just really a lot of confusions with human resources or uh, things that uh, are, are like um, landlord issues as it relates to like things um, um, like human uh, was called a uh, housing credit uh, council is being referred to. So when, if we, so I, was, I thought this was very timely um, and I was like, okay, so what would we rename it as? And I immediately went to human rights or civil rights. Um, and then for myself, I kind of get into, okay, what did we, would we start at? Did we start, uh, did we start as something to address human rights or were we more focused on civil rights? Um, and so for me, I, I, when I think about the two, I lean more towards the civil rights um, because I believe that's kind of what we're dealing with rather than um, this a more broader human rights. Um, but again, I'm just one person, but those are my initial thoughts on this discussion. Thank you. This is Commissioner Seiden and uh, Chairperson, I, I would say that just in my opinion, I think that anything that would 
any any sort of title that would involve uh, the word rights, I think would would help raise awareness as to what this body's uh, purpose is and what this body is trying to accomplish. And I think that that would also help in terms of of outreach and and connecting with the community, because I think it would help clarify uh, for people um, what what it is that we're we're trying to accomplish. This is Commissioner Stevens. Um, I think that uh, changing the name to make it more accessible to people in the community um, would be a great idea. I agree with you that people don't really understand who we are, what we do. And so anything that would uh, help people to understand better uh, because the Human Relations Commission doesn't make any sense really. So I, uh, I'll roll with what the commission thinks. Thanks. This is Commissioner DeCock. Um, when I think of names, I'm thinking of um, the human rights, uh, turning it to human rights. Um, that to me would be very general. It's a very general way of trying to say what it is that we do. So I'm not sure if that fits. Um, but when we talk about civil rights, that's very political. Um, and so are we doing something more political and legal? Um, because then it should be civil rights as opposed to something that's so very general, like, you know, human rights. Um, because to me, civil rights is much more specific. So that's just my two cents here. Thank you. Thank you. Um, this is Commissioner Barnett. I'll just put my two cents in. Um, when I think of Civil Rights Commission, I think of how civil rights are defined like on a federal level. And I, I feel like that conjures up this like kind of dated definition. And I think a lot of what we do is human rights. I think when we're talking about, you know, source of income discrimination and the the things that we talk about, whether it's employment, public access, these, I just think of human rights as human dignity. Um, and I, I don't want to limit the scope of what we do, although it would be limited legally by chapter 10. I don't want to limit it to what people feel traditional, um, what is traditionally civil rights, which would, which is very narrowly defined in my opinion. Um, but that's what we do. I mean, to both both your points, this civil rights is what we do. And if we call it the Civil Rights Commission, then we can be trailblazing, in my opinion, by expanding our reach and saying civil rights does include source of income. And we're not going to limit ourselves to this really old model and definition of what civil rights are. Um, so I don't have a preference. I just, those are the, the images and the, the feeling that I get, um, we all have big feelings, but uh, that's just kind of what I think, like perhaps we can change the game a bit and say civil rights includes a lot more and, and Lawrence is going to be on the, the forefront of that and some of the stuff that we're, we're think, con considering with our chapter 10 changes and programming and everything. 
can are cutting edge. So perhaps that would be a great way to take back the the civil rights name. So um, those are just a few things that I've thought about. This is Commissioner Haswood. Um, so I guess our neighboring communities and saying if we're trying to keep consistent too, like new folks moving into Lawrence and stuff, is that what they call it civil rights commission or is it human rights commission? You know, the state of the state of Kansas and Kansas City, Missouri, and um, those because it's just a big. I got the a bigger return on my my search, um, but I can do a more pointed search for Topeka, Wichita, um, uh, Kansas City, Kansas. Um, I'm sure someone can crank that out right now, probably. But um, we can we can figure out what what they're called and and keep it consistent within the state of Kansas. Um, looking to what other communities do is like a super great idea, Commissioner Haswood. Uh, this is Commissioner Emerson. I, I just naturally think I was like, okay, uh, uh, Chairperson uh, uh, Barnett, I feel like I feel like I have a, an action step from from that particular call from uh, Commissioner Haswood on the making me get <laughs> more specific on that. Um, the other thing I would uh, say as well, uh, just doing a, just a quick, I mean, anyone can do a quick search of the terms. Um, when we're uh, thinking about that civil rights, it, it, it kind of, uh, it invokes a, uh, evokes a little bit more um, language um, being uh, individuals are denied or interfered with because of their uh, membership in a particular group or class. Um, and so um, it, it just kind of comes to, you know, an action has been done to that individual versus individual has been, um, these are rights for for all individuals. Because I think a lot of times we're trying to focus on um, actions that have happened to discriminate against a person because of a class that they were in. So that was the only other part that I was going to add in that. Thank you, Commissioner Emerson. Um, so I'm not trying to dominate this discussion, but I do think it's most appropriate for the Chapter 10 committee to can take this into consideration and do the work, um, which I'm happy to do. I don't know that it necessarily fits under programs or cross-cutting, perhaps cross-cutting. Um, if there are no oppositions, I would go ahead and assign this to the Chapter 10 committee and um, for us to do some research into what our neighboring communities do, um, what their titles are, and then I would invite each and every one of you to email uh, Commissioner Emerson and myself one at a time, not all at once, because then we'll be violating a Kansas Open Meetings Act, but um, individually, if you could email Commissioner Emerson and myself, I, I think we'll be fine on numbers there, and let us know if you have any opinion whatsoever. What I would like to do, and I'm not trying to be too pushy, but I would really like to bring this back to the commission at our next meeting and um, take some measurable steps to make this change. Um, of course, this would need to go up to the legal department. This is not a change that we can make ourselves. And uh, Dr. Muhammad, and uh, I don't know if Beth is still on, but uh, yeah, there she is. Uh, you may know better than me, but it's my uh, I the assumption that we would make a decision, vote, send it over to the legal department for consideration. The legal department would discuss it, um, ensure that this is a step we can make, and then it would bring it to the city commission. We could do a brief 
discussion with the city commission and the city commission would need to vote to change chapter 10. Um, and uh, so that would be, those would be the steps. Am I wrong? No. Chair Smart, Director of Equity and Inclusion. I believe that's correct, uh, Chairperson Barnett. Okay, this is Commissioner Barnett. Thank you so much. Um, so uh, Commissioner Emerson and I will work on that. As I said, if one of you, uh, if you all have something to say about it, please do um, shoot us an email as an individual um, and we will take that into consideration and we will have a report back um, at our next meeting. Uh, the next agenda item, I mean, unless anyone has any other discussion, I thought we can move on. Okay. Um, the next agenda item will be public comment. Dr. Muhammad, is there public comment? Chris uh, Muhammad, Director of Equity and Inclusion. No, there's no one here present for public comment, nor have I received any email communication from anyone that they would desire to have a public comment. And I'm not sure if there's anyone online. I don't see anyone. This is Commissioner Barnett. We were, we were out of the loop for a long time trying to get these meetings scheduled. So um, I'm sure we'll have more public comment uh, as we move forward. Uh, are there any commissioners who would like to uh, discuss any agenda item or do they have any general item that's not on the agenda for discussion? Uh, this is Commissioner Emerson, real quick. Uh, as I was just thinking about the uh, potential renaming of the Human Relations Commission, I was like, well, you should probably try to get public feedback before we would like there should likely need to be some public input on on that and i'll just like hmm how would we do that so in my mind that's kind of where i went and so i just wanted to throw that out there it's like i think that might be a good step although it may elongate out the process i just feel like it it's probably a, a good step this is Commissioner Barnett. I appreciate that comment, Commissioner Emerson. I think that that was part of the uh, process that I left out is in between when we have our discussion, it needs to go to public comment. I think there will be plenty of time for that. We can certainly do a, um, what's it called? Lawrence Listens poll. Um, it's We've now reported it out of our agenda. We've talked about it. Surely the word will get out at some point that we're considering renaming. Um, I don't think it's a huge substantive change, but we should do our public outreach. And um, so Dr. Muhammad, is the most appropriate public outreach to put it on It'll be on the agenda for public comment next time. Um, could we do a Lawrence Listens um, poll or something? Um, I'm not really sure how else to do outreach than a very directed outreach effort. Um, and I'll be honest, I we're going to be making huge changes to Chapter 10 that will certainly have a more directed public outreach um, that's more substantive than changing our name. But for something like this, what is the most appropriate outreach? And I suppose that's not just for Dr. Muhammad, but for my fellow commissioners. So Ferris Muhammad, Director of Equity and Inclusion, as it relates to the city and uh, the Lawrence list and sort of, uh, I'm not exactly sure what the protocol is on that, but I can 
check with the communications department this week and kind of see what they recommend as far as the next steps as it relates to using um, Lawrence Listens or say any type of other outlet that allows for public input. This is Commissioner Barnett. Commissioners, do you all have any other ideas uh, for a very purposeful directed public outreach on this? Yeah, sorry. In my mind, I think that. <laughs> sorry. In my mind, I think of uh, think about you know, does this constitute um, like a, a press release? You know, is this something? And do we would we send a press release to the the news outlet just to to garner like, hey, this is coming get interested and so it, it can also kind of help people kind of get more aware not just about what we do and who we are but hey there's something you can get involved in get involved so and um, that's kind of how my marketing brain works a little bit this is commissioner stevens i think we should reach out to the lawrence times the new newspaper here in town they're doing a lot of great work and i think a lot of people are uh pretty uh locked into looking at and reading what they're producing so thanks this is commissioner has what is it possible to do maybe like an opinion piece um as a collective maybe This is Commissioner Barnett. I think that's a wonderful idea. Is there a, a committee that would want to work on a brief opinion piece? I suppose I've assigned this to myself, uh, to my to our committee, Commissioner Emerson. I'm sorry. Um, in our research that we do and what we present to the uh, commission, um, I know that uh, Commissioner Stevens and I have worked on a project like this before. Um, the process was the committee met, came up with the language, um, and presented it for editing. And uh, and again, you know, I appreciate the the virtual capabilities that we have, um, and uh, just editing it in real time was pretty quick. Um, so I hopefully we can get it done that way. But what I would say is that uh, Commissioner Emerson and I and whoever else gets assigned to our Chapter 10 committee will come up with a brief paragraph um, that would paragraph or two or four opinion piece that we can send out in advance of um, after when we can all vote on it at, at the next commission meeting. Um, it'll go out to you all in advance of the meeting for review so you wouldn't get it at the meeting. You'd have time to make your edits and make your thoughts known. Um, but I think that's a really great idea. In community, we're stronger. All right, Commissioner Emerson, we have our work cut out for us. Um, and uh, I don't know how many people you're going to get a chapter 10 after their first preference now, Dr. Muhammad, but uh, we'll see who gets stuck with us. Um, okay, so are, are there any other items commissioners would like to discuss before we adjourn? Okay, uh, seeing none, I just want to say again, this has been a relatively quick meeting. 
Um, I might be able to put my kids to bed tonight. Um, thank you all so very much. Um, welcome to our three new commissioners. I am just so excited to have you all join us. Um, I'm, I'm thrilled to have our commission at full capacity and hopefully we can hit the ground running in 2022 and um, really get some intentional work done for the city of Lawrence. That being said, uh, the meeting is adjourned at 710. Thank you all. <laughs>